the law school of america obstruction of justice in united states jurisdictions is a crime consisting of obstructing prosecutors investigators or other government officials common law jurisdictions other than the united states tend to use the wider offense of perverting the course of justice obstruction is a broad crime that may include acts such as perjury making false statements to officials witness tampering jury tampering destruction of evidence and many others Obstruction also applies to overt coercion of court or government officials via the means of threats or actual physical harm, and also applying to deliberate sedition against a court official to undermine the appearance of legitimate authority. Legal Overview Obstruction of justice is an umbrella term covering a variety of specific crimes. Black's Law Dictionary defines it as any interference with the orderly administration of law and justice. Obstruction has been categorized by various sources as a process crime a public order crime, or a white-collar crime. Obstruction can include crimes committed by judges, prosecutors, attorneys general, and elected officials in general. Federal Law In federal law, crimes constituting obstruction of justice are defined primarily in Chapter 73 of Title 18 of the United States Code. This chapter contains provisions covering various specific crimes such as witness tampering and retaliation, jury tampering, destruction of evidence, assault on a process server, and theft of court records. It also includes more general sections covering obstruction of proceedings in federal courts, Congress, and federal executive agencies. One of the broadest provisions in the chapter, known as the Omnibus Clause, states that anyone who corruptly endeavors to influence, obstruct, or impede the due administration of justice in connection with a pending court proceeding is subject to punishment. Statistics regarding the frequency of obstruction of justice prosecutions are unclear. In 2004, federal agencies arrested 446 people for obstruction, representing 0.3% of all federal arrests. This does not include, however, people who were charged with obstruction in addition to a more serious underlying crime. Sentencing Enhancement Under the federal sentencing guidelines, a defendant convicted of any crime is subject to a more severe sentence if they are found to have obstructed justice by impeding the investigation or prosecution of their crimes. While a separate conviction for the crime of obstruction would require proof beyond a reasonable doubt, a finding of obstruction for sentencing purposes only needs to meet the looser standard of a preponderance of the evidence, unless the enhanced sentence would exceed the statutory maximum sentence for the underlying crime. An obstruction finding adds two levels to the offender's sentence, which can result in as much as an additional 68 months of prison. In 2017, the obstruction enhancement was applied in 1,319 cases, representing 2.1% of all sentences issued in federal courts. State law. State laws regarding obstruction of justice vary widely. A 2004 survey found that 24 states and the District of Columbia had a general statute criminalizing obstruction of justice or obstruction of government functions in broad terms, similar to those found in federal law. All states have laws prohibiting some specific types of obstruction, such as witness tampering, jury tampering, or destruction of evidence. History From the creation of the federal courts by the Judiciary Act of 1789, Judges had the power to summarily punish those who obstructed justice by holding them in contempt of court. A scandal in 1830 led to reform of the contempt law and the creation of obstruction of justice as a separate offense. Federal Judge James H. Peck imprisoned a lawyer for contempt for publishing a letter criticizing one of Peck's opinions. 
In an effort to prevent such abuses, Congress passed a law in 1831 limiting the application of the summary contempt procedures to offenses committed in or near the court. A new section, which survives today as the Omnibus Clause, was added to punish contempts committed outside of the court, but only after indictment and trial by jury. In 1982, in response to concerns that the obstruction law did not provide adequate protection to crime victims and other witnesses, Congress broadened the law against witness tampering and criminalized retaliation against witnesses, as part of the Victim and Witness Protection Act. The Sarbanes-Oxley Act of 2002 strengthened the obstruction laws regarding destruction of evidence before an investigation or proceeding has begun, in response to accounting firm Arthur Anderson's widely reported shredding of documents related to the Enron scandal. Notable examples. The impeachment proceedings against Richard Nixon in 1974 included charges of obstruction of justice for impeding the investigation of the Watergate burglary. Nixon's acts of obstruction, as alleged by the House Judiciary Committee, included lying to investigators and withholding evidence, influencing witnesses, including through payments of hush money, and making false statements to the public about the investigation. Nixon resigned before impeachment could be considered by the full House of Representatives, and he was preemptively pardoned by Gerald Ford before any criminal investigation could occur. In the wake of the Iran-Contra affair, several members of the Reagan administration were charged with obstruction of justice for alleged actions including lying to the congressional committees investigating the matter and concealing evidence. The impeachment of Bill Clinton in 1998 included allegations that Clinton obstructed justice by trying to influence the testimony of witnesses, including Monica Lewinsky, in the sexual harassment lawsuit filed against him by Paula Jones, and by encouraging Lewinsky to conceal evidence. Clinton was acquitted of all charges by the Senate. Accounting firm Arthur Anderson was charged with obstruction of justice in 2002 for allegedly destroying and altering documents in anticipation of an investigation of the Enron scandal. The company was convicted and effectively destroyed, though the conviction was later overturned. Martha Stewart was convicted of obstruction of justice in 2004 for lying to investigators in the M-Clone stock trading case about the reasons for a stock sale that was being investigated as potential insider trading. In United States v. Binion, malingering, feigning illness, during a competency evaluation was held to be obstruction of justice and led to an enhanced sentence. Scooter Libby, advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney, was charged with obstruction of justice in 2007 for allegedly lying to a grand jury investigating the Plame affair about conversations that he had with reporters about Valerie Plame's identity as a CIA agent. Libby was convicted of obstruction and related crimes, but his 30-month prison sentence was commuted by George W. Bush, and he was pardoned by Donald Trump in 2018 after a key witness recanted her testimony. Conrad Black was convicted of obstruction of justice in July 2007 for removing 13 boxes containing financial records from his office in Toronto after they had been sealed by a court order, returning the boxes a few days later. Black was pardoned by Donald Trump in May 2019. Barry Bonds was charged with obstruction of justice in 2011 for allegedly lying to a grand jury investigating the Balco steroid scandal about whether his personal trainer had given him steroids. Bonds was convicted and served 30 days of house arrest, but the conviction was later overturned on appeal. Efforts to impeach Donald Trump have involved allegations that he obstructed justice by impeding the investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election and the investigation of Trump-Ukraine scandal. The Mueller report described 10 alleged instances of potential obstruction, including Trump's dismissal of FBI Director James Comey, attempts to influence witnesses, attempts to influence the Justice Department's oversight of special counsel Robert Mueller, 
and an attempt to have Mueller fired. The House Judiciary Committee opened an investigation of the allegations. Now a word from our sponsor, the Law School of America. Perverting the course of justice is an offense committed when a person prevents justice from being served on him slash herself or on another party. In England and Wales it is a common law offense, carrying a maximum sentence of life imprisonment. Statutory versions of the offense exist in Australia, Canada, Hong Kong, Ireland, and New Zealand. The Scottish equivalent is defeating the ends of justice, while the South African counterpart is defeating or obstructing the course of justice. England and Wales. Doing an act tending and intending to pervert the course of public justice is an offense under the common law of England and Wales. Perverting the course of justice can be any of three acts. Fabricating or disposing of evidence. Intimidating or threatening a witness or juror. Intimidating or threatening a judge. Also, criminal are. 1. Conspiring with another to pervert the course of justice, and 2. Intending to pervert the course of justice. This offense, and the subject matter of the related forms of criminal conspiracy, have been referred to as perverting the course of justice, interfering with the administration of justice, obstructing the administration of justice, obstructing the course of justice, defeating the due course of justice, defeating the ends of justice, effecting a public mischief. This proliferation of alternative names has been described as somewhat confusing. This offense is also sometimes referred to as attempting to pervert the course of justice. This is potentially misleading. An attempt to pervert the course of justice is a substantive common law offense and not an inchoate offense. It is not a form of the offense of attempt, and it would be erroneous to charge it as being contrary to Section 11 of the Criminal Attempts Act 1981. This offense is triable only on indictment. Canada. In Canada, the equivalent offense is referred to as obstructing justice. It is set out in Section 139 of the Criminal Code. 139. 1. Everyone who willfully attempts in any manner to obstruct, pervert or defeat the course of justice in a judicial proceeding. a. By indemnifying or agreeing to indemnify a surety, in any way and either in whole or in part, or b. Where he is a surety, by accepting or agreeing to accept a fee or any form of indemnity whether in whole or in part from or in respect of a person who is released or is to be released from custody is guilty of c. an indictable offense and is liable to imprisonment for a term not exceeding two years, or d. an offense punishable on summary conviction. 2. Everyone who willfully attempts in any manner other than a manner described in subsection 1. to obstruct, pervert or defeat the course of justice is guilty of an indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for a term not exceeding 10 years. 3. Without restricting the generality of subsection 2. Everyone shall be deemed willfully to attempt to obstruct, pervert or defeat the course of justice who in a judicial proceeding, existing or proposed, a. dissuades or attempts to dissuade a person by threats, bribes or other corrupt means from giving evidence, b. influences or attempts to influence by threats, bribes or other corrupt means a person in his conduct as a juror, or c. accepts or obtains, agrees to accept or attempts to obtain a bribe or other corrupt consideration to abstain from giving evidence, or to do or to refrain from doing anything as a juror. Australia. In New South Wales, the equivalent offence is set out in Section 319 of the Crimes Act 1900, NSW. The maximum penalty is 14 years imprisonment. Notable convictions. Jonathan Aitken, a politician and British government cabinet minister, perjury and perverting the course of justice. Geoffrey Archer, an English author and former politician, perjury and perverting the course of justice.
Ali Bisway, a former commander in London's Metropolitan Police Service, initially found guilty of perverting the course of justice and jailed, later released on appeal, subsequently reconvicted. Chris Hooney, a journalist and former British government cabinet minister and his former wife, Vicky Price, perverting the course of justice, CRV Hooney and Price. John Humble, a former laborer, perverting the course of justice. Bruce Hyman, an English barrister, perverting the course of justice. Karen Matthews and Michael Donovan, found guilty of kidnapping, false imprisonment, and perverting the course of justice. Australia. Marcus Einfeld, an Australian retired federal court and NSW, WA and ACT Supreme Court judge, perjury and perverting the course of justice, for lying relative to a speeding ticket. Lionel Murphy, an Australian former politician and High Court of Australia judge, initially found guilty of perverting the course of justice, the NSW Appeal Court subsequently quashed the conviction and ordered a retrial, subsequently found not guilty. Misprision of felony is a form of misprision, and an offence under the common law of England that is no longer active in many common law countries. Where it was or is active, it is classified as a misdemeanor. It consists of failing to report knowledge of a felony to the appropriate authorities. Exceptions were made for close family members of the felon and where the disclosure would tend to incriminate him of that offence or another. With the development of the modern law, this crime has been discarded in many jurisdictions, and is generally only applied against persons placed in a special position of authority or responsibility. In this case, the offense of misfeasance in public office or malfeasance in public office may be considered instead. For example, corrections officers who stand idly by while drug trafficking occurs within the prison may be prosecuted for this crime. It has been abolished in England. Wales, and Scotland, as part of the criminal law reforms that abolished the distinction between misdemeanor and felony. Northern Ireland, with the Criminal Law Act, Northern Ireland, 1967. Ireland, with the Criminal Law Act 1997. New South Wales, Australia, with the Crimes Act 1900. In some cases, misprision has been replaced by a more tightly defined statutory offence. For example, in England and Wales, the 1967 Act states that a person who has information which might lead to the prosecution of an arrestable offence, and who agrees to accept consideration in exchange for not disclosing it, is liable to imprisonment. United States Federal Law Misprision of felony is still an offence under United States federal law after being codified in 1909 under 18 U.S.C. Section 4. Whoever having knowledge of the actual commission of a felony cognizable by a court of the United States, conceals and does not as soon as possible make known the same to some judge or other person in civil or military authority under the United States, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years, or both. This offense, however, requires active concealment of a known felony rather than merely failing to report it. If one knows that one is a target of a federal investigation, it is illegal under the Sarbanes-Oxley Act to erase one's browser history intentionally. Kairalash and Madinov was prosecuted for erasing computer records about his friends, Jokar and Tamerlan Sarnayev. He pleaded guilty to a lesser-included offense in 2015. The federal misprision of felony statute is usually used only in prosecutions against defendants who have a special duty to report a crime, such as a government official. The Law School of America the content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation Incorporated under a Creative Commons Attribution, Share Alike License. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. 
These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America.